You are listening to Water Flying, a show dedicated to all things seaplanes. Brought to you by the Seaplane Pilots Association. My name is Steve McCoy. I'm the executive director of the Seaplane Pilots Association, which is the world's largest nonprofit advocacy organization dedicated to the protection and promotion of the water flying community. Climb aboard! We're about to start today's episode. Welcome back to Water Flying. I'm Abby Kellett, a flight instructor in seaplanes and assistant to Steve McCauley, executive director here at the Seaplane Pilots Association. We'd like to give a shout out to all of those listeners that have reached out to us with comments and suggestions for this podcast. We are constantly striving to improve this show and make it as relevant and interesting to our listeners as possible. If you'd like to reach out with those comments and suggestions, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also email us here at spa at seaplanes.org. So today we are so excited to announce on this podcast that the Seaplane Pilots Association has teamed up with the nonprofit group Ladies in Flight Training, otherwise known as LIFT, to create a scholarship to encourage more women to experience the joy of seaplane flying, which is something that's near and dear to our heart. We like it. (laughs) So we are joined today by Kelly O'Donnell and Nicoletta Falla two of the creators of the scholarship, as well as members on the scholarship committee to choose the winner. Thank you so much for being here, ladies. Thanks for having us. So great to have you guys here. I'm really excited to be on the scholarship committee with Kelly and Nicoletta. So let's start off with how this scholarship came to be and what need it is actually fulfilling. Well, first, I just want to take a quick second to give credit to the rest of the team, because if it wasn't for the entire team of very passionate seaplane pilots and those that aspire to be, we would not have been able to pull this off in less than a month, right in the time frame of sun and fun. So thanks a lot, everybody involved. Gosh, isn't that the truth? That's just amazing how fast this has come to be and just what a lot of passionate women have brought together. Yeah, and I would have to say the start of this, it seemed really that there was multiple women who were realizing all at the same time that there was not a yearly offered seaplane rating scholarship that didn't have an age restriction on it. And I know for myself, I didn't start flying until I was 35, so I was never eligible for those in the first place. And what we really wanted to see with this partnership and the scholarship is to be able to inspire women of all ages to remain engaged in aviation, even after they get their initial rating, and to encourage them to expand their skills and experiences. And we really specifically want to target women who will contribute to the feedback loop and engage more women, specifically in seaplane flying, because many women aren't familiar with options outside of the airlines, and we want to showcase at least our favorite other option, the world of seaplane flying. And, you know, we'll advocate for the benefits of getting your seaplane rating outside of, you know, getting a career in seaplane flying. I mean, Steve and I have talked about it on the podcast before, just how much you can gain in your flying, whether you're flying airlines, whether you're flying GA, whatever. There is so much benefit to getting your seaplane rating and becoming a proficient 
good seaplane pilot. Well, good pilot. I mean, the airmanship skills that you learn flying and getting earning your seaplane rating are really critical, especially in today where a lot of the pilots are learning in automated cockpits. And there's a lot less time spent on basic airmanship skills. Certainly, certainly. So it's a, it's almost an untapped market, you know, bringing women into this. Um, you know, they may not be aware that this is actually an option and it's an add-on rating. And so this scholarship is pretty exciting. We can bring in a whole group of people that may not know the joys of seaplane flying. So I am also uh, want to just let everyone know that this the application for this scholarship will be available on the lift.org website, as well as our websites, seaplanes.org and the seaplanefoundation.org. You can also find applications on the various Lyft social media pages and what the requirements will be for our applicants. That'll all be on all of these different sources. So Nicoletta, can you give us some of the requirements for the applicants? What are you looking for? in someone applying for the scholarship? Yeah, definitely. Uh, for the most part, it's, it's a traditional application like we're used to. The changes that have been made to the scholarship, uh, the two big changes is, are that the point of the, of the improving, uh, like having more women within seaplane, the seaplane community is so they can uh, be role models for others. So one of the big changes, we have a sample post of when you're applying, you have to create a sample post that you would share on Facebook or Instagram or whatever that would promote the seaplane community to other people, women and men. So that's one of the big requirements, have a sample post. We also have an essay of 800 words or less that uh, allows the applicants to tell us more about themselves, their journey, and where they're going with their aviation, um, aviation journey. But also, we want to have the, the applicants come up with a plan. A lot of times, especially this, especially this year with COVID, you get money for a scholarship and then it ends up being unused for a year or two. So if with this scholarship, we need, an, we need a plan that makes sure that the applicant and the successful candidate can start and complete the training before the seaplane flying season is over. So you have to do that. And the, lastly, we're also requiring our applicants to do some research and go on the SPA website and the directory and figure out where the nearest seaplane schools are. So where would I go to do my seaplane? How can I continue, right? Because we can't just, we don't just want to make seaplane pilots. We want to give them the skills to continue flying later on as they're done and stay current. I like that. And so if you break it down, there really isn't that much to it. I mean, the scholarship essay of 800 words or less, it's really, you know, you've got to get your point across. You've got to showcase who you are in Quite a little, quite a little essay, and so it really requires the applicant to be laser focused on why they are applying for the scholarship and what they feel like they can bring to the table in terms of representing Lyft, ladies in flight training, as well as the Seaplane Pilots Association. Yeah, and eight hundred words is a challenge to do that. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole. It's a quick scholarship, and we already had uh, a dozen people or so apply. So we're excited to see how many we're going to end up getting before the deadline. Oh, we're just so excited. And that's for the first scholarship. So this is our first, you know, inaugural scholarship. We've had this many people apply. We'd love to give a huge shout out to Alaska Floats and Skis, Don Lee. They were so incredibly generous in donating our first rating to this scholarship. Um, incredibly generous. They're offering lodging. All you would have to do is get yourself to that location. So incredibly grateful. Um, 
we'll have them on in a future podcast to to talk about their operation and and the donated scholarship. Yeah, and Don Lee's been a tremendous supporter of the Seaplane community and the Seaplane Pilots Association's scholarship programs in the past. He's donated several. Matter of fact, some of our scholarship recipients have gone on to work for Don Lee and have resulted in hundreds of new seaplane pilots uh, through their training. So uh, a partner like Don Lee at Alaska Floats and Skis is just invaluable in programs like this. So again, uh, thanks to Don and, and his wonderful organization up there in Tolkiena. Absolutely. So Nicoletta, can you give us an idea of what, you know, this first scholarship, when is it due? Where can I apply? We already talked about the requirements. Mm -hmm. So it's due on June 1st, which is uh, coming up in another month or so. It's just an online application, very easy to get to. You can find it on all the websites that Steve mentioned earlier. So like the seaplane website, as well as the lift website. Uh, it does require people to be LIFT members, and LIFT members get access to an exclusive Facebook group. So you, you will also find the application there once you become a member, if you're not a member already. But June 1st is like the date to circle on the calendar and make sure you get it in before then. Absolutely. So June 1st, so you have to be a LIFT member. You get access to the Facebook group, which is really great. I mean, it's just a lot of women supporting each other. Ladies in flight training supporting each other as you're working on your ratings. And you also have to be a current member of the Seaplane Pilots Association. We're requiring that as well, which makes sense. It does, because if we're going to be, uh, as a uh, collective organizations, awarding, you know, $2,500 or $3,000 scholarship value, uh, it's a small price to pay, I think, to, uh, to earn that and show that you're really a genuine candidate for it. So I want to let everyone know that if there are any flight schools interested in donating or even individuals that are interested in donating to this scholarship, you can contact us here at the Seaplane Pilots Association. You can also donate online at the seaplanefoundation.org. And all donations toward this scholarship are tax deductible. So wonderful. So beyond, you know, this, this first donated scholarship, what are the plans? We want to keep this thing going. We want this to be a yearly scholarship that we award. What are the plans for the future? How about Kelly? What are are we looking for? Exactly. Just what you said. We're hoping that this will be a yearly scholarship and I have high aspirations after hearing the Memorial Scholarship gives 12 a year. I want ours to go up to that number eventually as well. More pilots, the better. That's that's, a good deal. (laughs) That'll be the Tyler Orso and Chuck Kimes Memorial Seaplane Rating Scholarship that the Seaplane Pilots Association also provides. Yay. Yay. More pilots. I do have to say that we do have um, Max Seaplane Service has expressed their interest in donating our second rating scholarship, and we are in the process of fine-tuning all those details with them right now. So wonderful. So the fact that people are supporting and flight schools see a need and are and are donating, just very, very generous. So as a reminder to our viewers, as I said, the Seaplane Pilots Association offers scholarships to men and women. The Tyler Orso and Chuck Kimes Memorial Seaplane Rating Scholarship, we award like how many a year? Uh, I mean, a dozen, up to a dozen a year right at now. At like Six trade shows and Oshkosh and Sun and Fun. I mean, it is... It is a hopping, hopping scholarship. <laughs> so if you would like more information on that scholarship, you can listen to season two, episode 11, where we spoke with Terry Hayes, the chairperson, one of the chair people on that scholarship. So with that in mind, we'd like to address some of the criticisms of this scholarship. And just pointing out, we have had so much support. I mean, there's 
there's a lot of love coming for the scholarship. We've obviously had seaplane schools that have donated. So there's a lot of a lot of support surrounding the scholarship. But I think we need to address some of the criticisms. So Kelly, Nicoletta, um, what are your responses to questions like, why can only women apply? Isn't that sexist? And why can't you just work for it? Why should you be given handouts? Well, I mean, as a regular scholarship applicant myself, I can say that you are working for it. These applications are not easy for the most part and require a lot of time and effort on your part. So I would address that as, yeah, even if you are trying to get a scholarship, you are still putting in a lot of time and effort to get that. And as far as why can only women apply, well, that is for this specific scholarship. But as you mentioned earlier, SPA does offer the Tyler Orso and Chuck Kimes Memorial Rating Scholarship, which is open to men and women. And why we specifically wanted to have this one for women only is because we believe that there is a largely untapped resource, like you mentioned earlier, Abby, of women pilots in general And through the various social media posts, we have access to about 16,000 women pilots. So I'm pretty sure we encompass all of the women seaplane pilots there are within those (laughs) groups. But we want to expand that number. And that's why we made it a point to make sure that this scholarship winner will be paying it forward by providing social media posts and maybe doing a podcast with SPA in the future to engage more women to become seaplane pilots and hopefully get more people even volunteering with SPA and filling some other needs that they have. Very nice. Very nice. So it's just exposing it to a group of people that maybe wouldn't know about seaplane flying. I mean, we know about just how magnificent it is and how beneficial it is. It's just bringing it to a new demographic. Yeah. And you know, it's important that we expand our audience on this stuff because all too often we talk in our own echo chamber and uh, it's important to have as many avenues as possible to get people into our community. And, you know, it's just been a natural situation where the the proportion of women has been far less than men engaging in the seaplane activity. And we want to do everything we can to expand both sides of the community. And I think we, matter of fact, I just threw something across your desk this morning about doing some, some events maybe. So uh, we'll see how that progresses. So I'd like to, you know, speak for myself here and yes. Yeah. Steve did do that this morning, (laughs) but speaking for myself here, you know, scholarships inherently, I wouldn't be a pilot if it weren't for the James C. Ray scholarship. That's pretty obvious. I've talked with Jeff Nye about it, who we did a podcast um, about the Seabirds and about Sun and Fun a couple weeks ago. I wouldn't be a pilot. I wouldn't probably be sitting here if it wasn't for that scholarship. So scholarships, like Kelly said, you work hard for them. You make yourself an applicant that, you know, is attractive to a group of people that are looking at you and possibly awarding you this money. But you really have to work hard to make yourself that person. So, I mean, you're committed to your community. You work hard. You you just have a financial need. I mean, good grief. Who doesn't right now? COVID. So, yeah, well, I'm just thankful. Exactly. 
that the Lyft organization has come about, uh, that they're creating more opportunities. The speed of development of Lyft has been amazing uh, as far as its growth online, especially on the Facebook group. The ability for Lyft to be able to put together a website, this scholarship with us, has just been incredible. So, you know, I have to give a shout out to everyone at Lyft that's helped make this happen as well, because again, the seaplane pilot population is declining. Anything we can do to stimulate and grow this population is absolutely vital. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And you know, the whole idea that what the Lyft organization is, what that group is, it's a group of aviators coming together to support each other. Isn't that They're just kind sharing of, their passion yeah, and expanding their passion. Yeah, isn't that kind of passion. what the SPA does? Yes. We just do it on floats. So let's get some more women on floats <laughs> and just continue doing the same thing, supporting each other as we continue this aviation journey. There you go. I love it. I love it. So I'm so thrilled to be seeing more women discover this form of flying. Maybe I'll get to teach some of y'all. <laughs> Nicoletta. So thank you so much, both of you, for joining us today. I'm looking forward to helping choose our first winner again. The due date for this first application for Alaska Floats and Skis rating up in Talkeetna. Did I pronounce that right? You did. Talkeetna, Good for me. Alaska. Okay. Never been to Alaska. <laughs> Talkeetna. It's going to be June 1st. So, y'all, the application is due June 1st. The information can be found on Facebook, social media, the Lyft website. It can be found in the Seaplane Pilots Association website and social media. We want to see you apply. Yes. So go to flylift.org or seaplanefoundation.org. Submit your application for this incredible scholarship opportunity. Again, thanks to Don Lee and Alaska Floats and Skis for their support for the very first one. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners uh, for tuning in. Until next time, clear skies and calm waters. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive Water Flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events, not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org, join our community, and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.